Oh my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Trying, man. Do I'm not trying. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of him. <laughs> Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark. <laughs> The internet's only podcast to really look at Zach and think, man, we just talked about the whole racial tension thing, and you just had to just, what, man, really, two in a row. I'm Joel. Hey, I'm, I'm Eric Hoofnagel. Here we are again. I'm just disappointed in our boy. Really? I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> okay, okay, not surprised, but disappointed. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is a an episode that has many firsts, many portents, many views beyond the veil, <laughs> and a lot of them involve incredible shaky cam and stop motion effects of dust squirbling around. They had to do something to make this interesting, and we will discuss that as we... Talk about Ghost <laughs> Adventures Season 6, Episode 7, Rocky Point Manor. Welcome to this old haunted house. Ghost Adventures is investigating a centuries-old home that has seen it all. Indian raids, civil war battles, and its aftermath. Away down south in the land of traitors, rattlesnakes and alligators. I am dressed as a Confederate soldier, and I am going to try and be a target. Not only that, but this is a real gun on my back here, and we are going to fire off some rounds. This is the first interview I've ever done laying down with another man uh, underneath a house. <laughs> We're going to take this extremely serious, and uh, we are here for one reason only, try to document evidence of the paranormal, of things still going on here. We appreciate the seriousness of it because it was a tragic day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, when you were here, I heard that you pitched a tent in here. That's right. Yeah. Pitched a tent hey, in here the first night. Only you, Aaron, would think about stuff like that. Well, that's that. what she would say. Hey, you were by yourself when you pitched the tent? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I worked here alone. Okay. You weren't reading any magazines? <laughs> Born me to the world. There you go. Push, Rocky Point Manor. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> okay. It's a boy. It's a boy. Wait, you gotta spank the baby when they get out. What? What did I get myself into on this one? This is the tightest hole I've ever been in. Man, I gotta say, this episode made me sad. Yeah. Yes, and, Joel. Oh. <laughs> yes, and, I had... I see your verse in the <laughs> improv as well. You know the sacred hey, techniques? Joel, Joel, I'm... Uh, hey, you can't tell me I'm not trying. <laughs> You, you can get mad at me for inter interrupting you constantly, but hey, <laughs> I'm putting in an effort. Just like the reenactors at the beginning of this episode, <laughs> who are clearly white people with like just cursory knowledge of like what 
a Native American face paint <laughs> might be just wearing basically the same fucking septum piercing I have. Yeah. Just running up and chopping somebody up with a tomahawk. Ooh, boy. Listen, nobody can say that people were not having a great time on this episode. They were having a ball yeah. over at Rocky Point Manor. Reenactors and guests. Yeah, they they got to keep their heads and arms. <laughs> well, speaking of why Zach has all this reenactment of white people dressed as native people chasing white people dressed as Confederates with axes, <laughs> they are at the Rocky Point Manor House in Harrodsburg, Kentucky. Flyover country. Very much flyover country. <laughs> this is considered as one of our early guests uh lee kirkland suggests one of the earliest settled areas of kentucky which could explain immediately why there was some tension with the native population Mm because it was very much settled before the whites got there (laughs) uh specifically captain john hagen a famous indian fighter who originally set up a cabin there and was surprised. When Indians tried to burn down his fucking piece of shit shack. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Surprise, surprise, Indian murderer. Yeah. (laughs) That's just brutal. That's just like, oh gosh, wow, wow. Couldn't even imagine that. Right away, out of the gate, we got to talk about the juxtaposition between the last episode and this episode. There is no juxtaposition. <laughs> there is! Because <laughs> last episode, Zach Bagans was just like, oh, Native Americans, oh, flute music, oh, I love their spiritual, oh, Natives are so magic. Okay, that is true. And then in this episode, he starts the episode by playing the Confederate battle hymn and dropping a This Old House reference without doing a Boston accent, which was disappointing. Yes, there are some weird things about the way Zach feels about the Civil War. And the relationship between Native Americans and the expansion of the time of America. Yeah. This boy definitely went to school in the U.S. Yeah. Christopher Columbus discovered America, and then those pesky natives showed up oh. out of nowhere Yeah, and just said, Hey, you get out of here. We're not sharing our corn. Yeah, a bunch of people who didn't have destiny to manifest got in the way of whites who wanted to manifest their destiny. Yeah, excuse me. Rude. I'm manifesting it. Hey, I built a cabin here. What did you do? Have a whole society? Well, fuck your society. (laughs) I'm fucking festing over here. Hey, I manifested my destiny. I walked my ass all the way over here. I built this cabin. Why are you burning it down? What? What? Get out of here, Shawnee. I don't even know if they understand English or not. Can you talk? Talk and speak into here. Talk, talk, speak. Our first guest, the lead investigator of Shock Paranormal, uh, Lee Kirkland. Shock, of course, stands for Spirit Hunters of Central Kentucky. Or... <laughs> I got three. How many you got? I got four. So let me yes. start. Let me start with one. Okay. Perfect. S- uh, Superior Hicks out catching kisses. Oh, I love that. Uh, my first one is the Society of Honkies, Okies, Crackers, and Kyles. <laughs> wow, that's good. That's a good one. Uh, scrumptious Ham ought to cease kindness. 
<laughs> oh, good. My second one is scintillating holes open for cummy knob. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, here's mine. Uh, sensual harm and other canceled kinks. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's perfect. That's a great lead in for my, my, my last one. Sloppy, horny, and oiled cum sluts of Kentucky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's my last one. Some hillbilly ordered cat kibble. <laughs> God, it's the best segment we have on this show, which is the Warlocks, the acronym game. Oh, it's what, man. It's what you pay the big bucks for when you turn it tune into Come Fight Me in the Dark. Yeah, yeah, this is it. This is what we this is what we offer to you. This is this is the the value we bring. That's right. To your ears. This is what separates us from the chaff of the rest of the That's Ghost right. Adventures podcasting world. So Lee Kirkland, lead investigator of Shock, uh, tells Zach about the history of this area and this this manor house, and uh, it's all wrong. <laughs> it's so weird because so Lee paints this picture of how Captain John Hagen came to the house and saw the Shawnee were burning it. And then him and his associate took up their arms in a frantic battle. But then the associate was killed and John was hit in the back with an axe before fleeing. That's apocryphal. None of that's real. Maybe it's appropriate then that the fucking editor left in a shot of Zach doing a jerk-off motion. What was during, that? During, during Lee's story, because I definitely want to know what the yeah. fuck that was about. Because it's clear that like Lee is in the middle of the story, and then something happens where, where Zach's like, yeah, all right, like does the jack-off motion, and Lee's like, Haha. <laughs> anyway, um, then he was <laughs> shot and killed. I, I have not watched a segment of Ghost Adventures more <laughs> than this, like, three seconds trying to hear what Zach said while he was doing the jerk-off motion. He's, like, finishing saying, like, you know, or something. Like, he's he's clearly finishing a joke all over Lee's face. But, but while Lee is telling the story of the history. Of a massacre. Of a massacre. Yeah. Cause of death, masturbation? I am so confused because he fetishizes the Native American culture, but when he's talking about white people invading Native land, this person had a right to build a house there. Why was it so dark that these Natives were trying to kill them? Zach's opinion on, like, invading sovereign territory becomes mm -hmm. very stark in the next interview yeah when he starts talking to justin Englehart, whose claim to fame for this interview is that his sister owns the property yeah but also <laughs> he killed a lot of iraqis <laughs> yeah and zach wanted to fist bump three tours of duty mm. oh my god so so the way zach says this he didn't have to say it like that he could have just been like, "Hey man, thanks for your thanks for your service or whatever." Yeah. But instead, he's just stoked. He's like, "Mad props, you know, for like going over there and like fighting for us." Ah! Whenever the topic <laughs> comes up about American history or American battles, Zach takes the side 
of the oppressor pretty much always. Yes. I want to know what does Zach think happened to the Native Americans? What was he taught in his test tube in that lab? He was shown like cartoons from yeah. like from like fucking Thanksgiving. And, yeah. and he's like, look at those cool buckles on their hats. Those guys are cool. Oh, look, <laughs> here comes some semi-naked people with a lot of feathers. Hey, they're buddies. Zach in his test tube had the one cartoon of a bunch of white people shaking hands with like very 1930s Disney. Warbled audio. And that's yeah. the story of Thanksgiving. <laughs> they're all shaking hands. And then like <laughs> the natives all just smile and walk back to the reservation and just give a <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah. And they're just ushering the white people in. Thanks for these walls. Yeah. We didn't know what walls were until you guys came along. We certainly appreciate you, white brother. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. Have some maize. How? <laughs> dude, I'm running, dude. What? I don't know why. Zach is discussing, like, he's talking to <laughs> Justin, and he's like, Yes, right outside these walls, men, women, and children died trying to establish Kentucky as a new state. It is true, Zach, a lot of native men, women, and children were massacred by the whites who were quote-unquote establishing the state, but okay. Keep this feather in your cap which is in Warlocks, for later. Keep this buckle on your shoe. Yeah, how Zach feels about the the Iraq War, which is an absolute stain on American history. Yeah. Later on when we start talking about the Civil War. Mm Because, man, oh man, Zach's got some weird opinions. Well, the everything gets weirder quick. <laughs> With boner jokes. Boner jokes abound. This episode was difficult for me to get through. It took me like six hours to watch this whole episode because I kept having to take a fucking break. <laughs> this is the most grabastic shit I've ever seen, these boys. Oh, man, it's so embarrassing. They made a soldier uncomfortable. Yeah. So Justin's talking about how he pitched a tent in in the in the living room of this house when they were doing renovations because it's cold and it's shitty in there and it's yeah he's he's a soldier so he's like yeah fuck it i'll stay in a tent yeah and the the house had been abandoned at that point for over a decade and uh of course the minute he says pitched a tent aaron makes a really stupid joke and this is this is such a common thing where aaron will make a dumb joke Zach will get really mad at him and then steal the joke and oh, yeah. then it's cool because he said it. Yeah, no, Zach, that's in Zach's entire humor is like, hey man, why don't you calm down, okay? This is very serious. Excuse me, soldier, uh, you know, salute to you. Uh, thank you for your service. I apologize for my uh inferior here. Yeah, my dog. My stupid, filthy, stinky dog. He he made a, a reference to your erection when you said pitch a tent, and I thought that was uh, very inappropriate for somebody with your kind of service record, okay? Him saying that, we need to bring all the flags to half-mast. Uh, half-mast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
This is the tightest hole I've ever been in. <laughs> Justin takes them on the tour. Tells a story about about hearing thumps. I say this too often, and but it's just a, a drum I have to keep banging. <laughs> Fucking abandoned house in the middle of Kentucky. Not like in a... It's possums. It's raccoons. I mean, the way he describes it, it sounds like it's pretty fucking loud and pretty scary. Yeah. He's saying that it sounded like somebody taking a big book and slamming it down on the ground. And it happened multiple times. Can't be PTSD from three tours in a war zone, but... <laughs> yeah. He's like, boy, the thumping was like being shelled. Yeah. It was shocking. I would have loved if a- after Aaron makes the pitch a tent joke, Justin just gets like super serious and like looks at Aaron's like it's the only way I could sleep man <laughs> like you don't know what it's I'm coming back to the real I can't sleep in a bed man and just like fucking starts breaking down you don't get it you are over there you don't know what I did for you you don't know what I did for you he pushes Aaron against the wall and he's like do you feel it do you feel a tent bead pitch do you- <laughs> Have you ever looked into a child's eyes as his life drains from him? <laughs> Aaron! Aaron's full grouper mouth and like Zach is just doing the jack off motion yeah. behind him. Yeah, yeah. Give you mad props for going over there in Iraq, man, and uh, fighting for us, man. We got to talk about his interview with Jeff Waldridge. Oh, yes. Shock 2. Another member of Shock. (laughs) Yeah, the hero of this whole episode is definitely uh, Jeff's chin strap beard giving the illusion of a jawline on his little face. Oh, man. And you know what's so fucking great is Zach smells weakness. On Jeff immediately. He oh. starts treating him exactly like the gum chewing gummo yeah. from a couple episodes ago. Immediately big dogs at him and starts yeah. making fun of him the whole interview. What shocked you? Well, basically, that's the word of the day. Yeah. Me and Lee were going up the uh, stairway. We started filling some cold spots. Would it be and... like almost like, like kind of like shock? I hate bullies. Jeff does not have the fleet-footed brain no. to judo this, so he's just like, a ah, sh- ah, shock. Yes, it was a shock, I guess. And hey, as they get to shock counter five, and then when we were going up the stairs, uh, we felt a draft, and it shocked shocked us, right, guys? It <laughs> shock. No, not not me. Just you. Okay, okay, Zach. Well, I guess we know who is the shock master. <laughs> I am the shock master. You want a piece of me? You will come again. Yes. Finally, an excuse to put that audio in an episode. My time has come. At that time, I looked over in the doorway that's parallel to the staircase, and there stood this huge black figure. The Shack Master! Right. The Shack Master! I told you. The Shack Master. Get ready. Come on, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me. They may have seen the Shockmaster as his story 
is that as they were going up the stairs, they saw a huge black figure that looked like a weightlifter. <laughs> it's Kimbo Slice. Yeah. <laughs> this. Yeah, let's go, bitch. Let's go. That would be so scary. Kimbo Ghost would be the scariest. Just like seeing Kimbo Slice like turn a fucking corner and then disappear. I would never, yeah. <laughs> I would be in a padded room for the rest of my life. <laughs> If there's any ghost that could actually get somebody to move across a room from the force of their impact, it's Kimbo Slice throwing, like, one punch. I am always made to be uncomfortable with these southern boys who keep getting scared by black figures. It's, like, really on brand, but whatever. <laughs> but really, it was the shock master just like, yeah, you want to be some me? Come and get me. Come and get me. Speaking of facial hair, we do have to do a small fashion report here. Oh. Do we? Okay. Give me the thermometer, Aaron, real quick. Look, look at me, dude. Wow. Wow. Look at my body. Whoa. Check this out, man. Dude. You look weird, bro. An emergency fashion report because the goatee has been birthed in this episode. Yes, the goatee is here. Just as the Vatican bellows black smoke <laughs> to announce a new pope, signaling a new era, the appearance of the goatee, the facial hair of the beast, signals the death of the old world and the birth of the new. It's true. Yes. The, the dark enclosure around his purple, plump lips. I was wondering why, when when it zoomed in on Zack at the beginning, this felt so iconic. And I was like, oh, right. It's the, yeah. the iconic Zack Bagans facial hair. Mm -hmm. We're not getting the glasses era yet. <laughs> the demon hasn't made it essential yet. No, no. No, those eyes are unburst. The final evolution of Zachary Bagans is forthcoming, as foretold by the appearance of this facial hair. This is a HGAC moment right now, a historic Ghost Adventures crew moment. Can we talk about the hero edit and speech? Oh, Zach's triumphant monologue? In our time together, Nick, Aaron, and I have traveled the earth asking questions and more importantly, searching for answers. At Rocky Point Manor, the underlying feeling seems to be that the answers are right beneath our feet. I'm feeling static right now. Zach starts getting that like thousand yard stare where he's about to he's about to start wax waxing poetic. And they're like, oh shit, here he, oh shit, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do it, guys. Shut everybody shut up. Everyone shut up. He's gonna do it. And he like puts his hands on a lantern and he goes, When I put my fingers on this lantern and remove them, my grease remains. <laughs> and so does the grease within these floors remain. Yes. The wood, I believe wood can hold the truth of history. It sounds like a fucking stoned high schooler. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, can you feel the grooves in this wood? Bro, remember when I spilled that like bong water <laughs> on the floor like 10 years ago and it still kind of smells like dank? Bro, what if that's like us, but in the future, when we're spilled on the floor of life? <laughs> what if the reason why this place smells so bad is because <laughs> of the Civil War soldiers that shit and pissed and farted <laughs> all over? 
Yes, maybe this this wood has the slickness to it because of the river of diarrhea coming from the hospital. It's just so poignant. Yes. If they hadn't added the triumphant music, <laughs> how fucking bad this would be. But Eric, you know why they added the triumphant music? Because this is Billy Tully's fetish. Joel, I, I wrote in my notes, you know some like big mega like... Uh, fucking Zach stands like flick the bean real hard to this scene, but no, oh yeah, no, no, <laughs> it was sucking Billy flicking his bean. <laughs> I honestly would be surprised if we saw Billy Tolly too much after this this season for at least for a couple episodes because the amount of body mass he lost from all of the constant ejaculating he did while editing this sequence together has just left him as a desiccated, dried up husk. Just looks like the, the fucking Mexican alien. Yeah, yeah, he looks like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> he needed to be put in a fucking, like, in like a, a freezer in like a yeah. like a humidified freezer for a week for him to like gain his like refractory period back. He had to call Zach with his left hand and be like, Zachary, <laughs> uh, I'm going to need some some FMLA sick time. It seems that my right wrist has locked up in a claw-like manner <laughs> and I can't quite use a mouse at the moment. I have nary a thought of how it got that way. <laughs> Zoom out and his testicles are just swollen. <laughs> two grapefruit yeah. meanwhile you could just hear the speech going on on loop in the background yes the oils in these woods and on this land and billy's just like shuddering like oh, yes billy why can i hear a heartbeat why can i hear a really loud heartbeat <laughs> oh that was really weird like just tingles all over my head justin takes him to the basement where he's found bones and of course, every time Zach hears bones, he's like, it must be people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has to be. I do love, I do love like Aaron's genuine reaction to Justin being like, you ought to check out the crawl space under the basement. And and Aaron can't even contain himself. He's like, yes. You ought to check the crawl space down the basement. Yes. Let me show you. Zach and Justin begin to crawl into the hole, which, boy, that leaves a lot of room for even more jokes, huh? Oh, boy, right? yeah. Not low-hanging fruit at all. Small holes? Fuck, man. Hey, Eric, you know what you could uh, compare a small hole to, huh? Right? Right? It's like a like a... Like a butt? Oh my god, dude. Sick. Dude, I know. It's like crazy. I'm like so edgy. <laughs> Enough with the double entendres, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Well, I mean, Zach is, does seem to be having a fun time. Pff, fucking Justin isn't. <laughs> Justin <laughs> loses patience with these boys, which is pretty rare. That someone like full on loses patience and is like, can you guys fucking stop? Yeah, no, just right away, just, hey, <laughs> hey, enough with the double entendres, huh? Yeah. All right, hey, guys, we get it. We, we yeah, get it. Like, we get that you are all man babies. We got it. Yeah, no, 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 pitch a tent, right? Yeah, pitch a tent, tight hole. Very clever. Great. So we're, we're you, hey, hey, leader, come follow me. I'm a soldier. Get that, get that fancy-ass outfit in here yeah. to get completely filthy. Yeah, and Zach's like, this is the first time I've ever done an interview laying down with another man. And I just, I, I immediately thought, well, this makes me think that Zach has definitely done 
multiple interviews with the women he sleeps with. <laughs> like, filmed interviews where he's like, so... <laughs> Tell me, how was that for you? Zach does seem like he would have a questionnaire after sex, right? Yeah, where he'd film it like like a casting couch porno, but backwards. Yeah. Where like they just did it, and he's like, how would you rate my spooky penis? When I was inside you, did it feel like there was multiple entities? <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee you that my balls are not dust. How did it feel when my orbs slapped against your back door? <laughs> I'm sitting down in my dungeon. What are you like doing to me when I sleep? What Nick says next is a very Bunker Boy move. Because Nick, out of nowhere, is like, eh, that's why I'm going to go eat a burger. Um, It's snack time. I have snack at the same time every day because if I don't... <laughs> I, uh, my blood sugar goes crazy. <laughs> and then I get really hyper and I start to turn into Monkey Boy. Bunker Leader said if I don't eat at 11 p.m., Every single day that the spirits of the outside and evil world will come and punish me. So I have to have a burger. 11 p.m.? 11 a.m. Fuck. <laughs> uh, he only eats at 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. Yeah, he eats at 11 11. Mm, yeah, yeah, because it's a magical, it's a magical time. It's magical. So, but it is a setup for a skit. Aaron and Nick get to go and sit on the porch the boys eat to, get, eat to eat burgers while Zach is down touching bones with a soldier in the in the hole. <laughs> He's touching bones with a soldier in that tight <laughs> hole, if you know what I mean, huh? <laughs> Eventually, Zach gets to live his unbirthing fetish. <laughs> his birthing fetish. His well, he gets unbirthed when he gets slid in there, and then he gets to slide back out through the tubes. He comes out, they do some like it's a boy jokes, and then Aaron's like, <laughs> You're supposed to spank the baby. So he runs up and smacks Zach on the ass, and then it cuts. And I'm like, Damn, what did they cut? Yeah, you know, Zach did not take that. He's like giggling as he slaps Zach on the ass, and then Zach shoots him a look. Yes, right before they cut, and it gets quiet because Aaron is like, Uh, Oh. I would love if they if like they cut and you can audibly hear Aaron like sniffling <laughs> during the next sequence. <laughs> yeah. You just see him like in the background of the next shot and you just see like his burger bag just dumped out on the ground. He's like picking up half his half-eaten burger off of the ground. He's just or he's just standing in the corner like the end of the Blair Witch project. Just head down. It's it's like a stark noise drop after after he does that. The life leaves the room. <laughs> yeah. Boo. Oh. Oh, I'm so oh, sorry. You should not have done that. It's like the scene in Goodfellas where it's like, oh, hey, you're so funny. Oh, yeah? Yeah, what kind of funny? We were kind of funny. Yeah, what, what, you know, what fucking funny. kind of funny? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like funny, like that shoot you in the fucking head kind of funny? <laughs> you stupid <laughs> motherfucker, you. Please don't hurt me. I'm not here to be hurt. Here we go, metal detectors, techno! Leave it alone, I like it, so it's like techno music. This was the, the part of the episode I kind of liked, because it's like, 
They got permission to dig around for relics and they get some metal detectors. They find a nail. They find a letter P. Or a lowercase d. Or a lowercase b. Oh, shit. A third dimension to the mystery. (laughs) And then they find, which I I got excited about. Zach thinks he finds a pistol. Yeah, like a pistol butt. It looks like like an old pistol, but uh, that never pans out. This is the part of the episode I really liked. This is like up my alley. Where they where they take their their fucking relics to be appraised. Yes, <gasps> I kind of oh, love, love that this shit. Scene. I love this scene so much. They decide to take their relics, quote unquote. To Richard Buzzkill Stallings. Yeah. Which uh, I'm sorry. Dick Stallings. <laughs> That's definitely a different word for cock block. Yeah, Dick Stallings. <laughs> so fucking, they bring all their shit to this guy, Dick Stallings, and lay it all out. And immediately, Zach's like, so how many of these are human bones? And Dick's like, none. Zero percent. None. Obviously, they're all animal bones. That's what's under people's houses. Yeah, things crawl under there. That's why it's called a crawl space. Yeah, and they throw their they throw their fucking meat bones down there. Like he yeah. found one that was like a like a ball socket, like a like a joint, and it was like sawed, clearly sawed. And yeah. and when Zach was underground, he was just like, "Oh, you fucking god, what the fuck? It's a hip. It's a hip for a baby. It's a baby hip. It's a baby hip. It's a sawed up baby hip from the Civil War." <laughs> Think of all the babies that died fighting each other, brother against brother, baby against baby. Baby against baby. <laughs> Imagine the babies holding the muskets. Meeting at the center of the playground during no shadows time. Imagine if a cannonball had hit a very obese small baby. <laughs> How many other babies would die from that obese baby's meat? How hilarious would it be if it was a tiny cannon? <laughs> it would be kind of like awesome. Gosh, bagosh, cute. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, fucking Captain Buzzkill is like, none of this is anything. <laughs> I did I did love this, this like fucking uh antiques roadshow bit. Yeah. Where Zach's like, so how much would you pay for all this? And Dick's like, uh a dollar eighty nine if you include the plastic bags. Yeah. <laughs> and that was uh, really good. Really funny. You know, Dick Dick was a buzzkill, but at least he has some humor about it. Unlike Joan House. <laughs> you, Joan House, program coordinator for the Perryville Battlefield, which the whole story about this place was that this manor house was temporarily used as a field hospital during the Battle of Perryville. And this specific, like, graveyard has, like, a pit where farmer H.P. Bottoms and his pregnant daughter-in-law yeah. buried, <laughs> a, like, a uh, like a hundred soldiers. Which, I'm sorry, farmer H.P. Bottoms and his, and his pregnant daughter-in-law sounds like the beginning of a bad, dirty joke. Yeah. Yeah, you know he's got three holes in the wall of his, of his barn. <laughs> you know that fucking joke, right? Uh, no. The the hitchhiker ends up at the fucking farmer's house, and the farmer's like, whatever you do, don't put your dick in any of these three holes. No. Okay, so, like, he puts his dick in the first hole, and he's like, that ah, feels pretty good. 
And then he sticks his dick in the third, second hole, and he's like, oh, that feels even better. And he puts his dick in the third hole, and he he's like, I oh, this feels good. Oh, no, this hurts, and he can't get it out. And then the farmer finds him in the morning, and he's like, he's like the first hole was my wife. The second hole was my daughter, and the third hole is a milking machine that doesn't stop sucking until it gets a thousand pounds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ba 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 da ba. <laughs> I never got any respect there, really, you know. Joan makes the classic mistake of inviting the vampire in. Zach is waxing poetic. Boy, I've always wanted to actually investigate one of these battlefields, but everyone is such a fucking uptight square about the history. And he's doing the shy thing, putting the tips of his fingers together. Gee, oh boy, I sure wish somebody would let me investigate a field. No. He just like puts his little pinky up to the corner of his mouth like, just be like so great. Yeah, he just starts kicking rocks. I mean, shoot. There's so much good evidence to have. Mm. Oh, I've always wanted this, but nobody has it for me. And I'm like really respectful. Really respectful. Oh, all I want to do is just like investigate a field owned by a woman and then I would have sex with her. I would be so grateful. I would do anything. Anything. <laughs> Thing, Joan. <laughs> Whatever your mind desires, I will open it up and you will feel again. Joan, I can bring your body to life. <laughs> Joan, I can bring every fiber of your being ecstasy. Joan, have you ever heard the song Bring Me Life by Evanescence? <laughs> you will be the woman in that song. And I will be the rap rock. Save me! <laughs> yeah, and Joan's like, oh, hell yeah, come on down. I got you, buddy. You boys want to fuck around in my field? Shit! Come on! Shit! You seem respectful like of these big mass confederate graves. Nobody else wants to go around and fuck around in my field. Mm-hmm. My field's been barren for too long. Gone are the days of the cannon fire of my youth. There used to be, in my field... Shots fired nightly. So many American sons died in my fields. <laughs> well, and this is where we get hashtag problematic, hashtag weird, because we get ready for the lockdown. This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Yeah. Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. Suddenly, a two-part lockdown. Starting at Perryville Battlefield, Joan made the classic mistake. Let him in. <laughs> and she looks a bit ill at ease when he shows up in full Confederate soldier garb. Yes. And and Nick shows up dressed like, like an 1800s card dealer. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck was his outfit about? Yeah, and Aaron's just there. <laughs> yeah, Aaron's just there. <laughs> well, Zach is, is laying this game where he's like, listen, I am so serious. This is the most serious I've ever been about anything. He starts the whole bit doing an accent. 
I know. Say, me and my boys here gonna come on down to this here field, and we gonna be holding up our flintlocks and getting ready to shoot our brethren, and and uh, we're 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 here to take this very seriously. We're not here to joke around. <laughs> there is something so incongruous and weird about somebody being like, there's nothing I take more seriously than respecting the honored war dead of this here field. I think he made eye contact with Joan and she was like, just like, mm. mm-hmm. and he, and he <laughs> well, because she does say it is good that you're taking this serious because it's a very serious sight. It's really dark and awful. 7,500 people died? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> uh, that's why I won't be wearing a mic and I won't be no. carrying any equipment. Guys! And meanwhile, like, poor Joan's going to watch this as it comes out and realize that the, like, 20 minutes preceding this were just boner and fucking hole jokes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And, oh, and then, so Zach's like, Zach's like, I'm not going to carry a flashlight. I'm not going to carry a mic. I need to be fully embodied in the in in this outfit of a confederate soldier yeah interesting choice there's two sides to pick zach but sure confederate and then you can also notice that he is clearly wearing his rebel spirit shirt underneath <laughs> but then i was like oh confederates would dig that yeah rebel spirit <laughs> yip yip hell yip, yeah yip 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 look i'm your fellow soldier the general wants us to report for duty. How do you do, fellow kids? What? Zach attempts his best, like, necromancy ritual. I need these bodies that laid amongst this soil to rise above this soil. The bodies that hit the floor come <laughs> a- 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 above, the f- above the floor. One, nothing wrong with me. Two, nothing wrong with me. Now you go. Now you. Three. Something's gotta give. <laughs> four. I said four. Something's gotta give. Let's play back the EVP. Something's gotta give. <laughs> we got a guttural growl. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And then also we get this is the moment where we have Zach say something that is so telling in conjunction with what he said about the fucking Iraq war. Because they're going by the, the fence where the the battle took place, which, you know, really interesting how warfare happened at the time with range combat. People lined up in a field and walked towards each other shooting. <laughs> yeah, apparently. And they used a small <laughs> fence for cover. And now it's a historical landmark. But uh, so they go to another section of this property where uh, General Jackson was reported to be killed. And Zach begins his speech (laughs) about how unnecessary the Civil War was. So bloody and unnecessary. But you know what? Hey, Iraqi invasion? Thank God, right? Those WMDs. Woo boy, those are hey, 9-11. Hey, listen, Civil War, what a what a waste of of great people. Just on both sides, the best. <laughs> yeah. 
Eric, can we just agree now that it's 2023 and we're two white guys on a podcast? Can we just agree that the Civil War was a little unnecessary? What? Zach, you're fucking digging the deepest grave yeah, here. For real. Okay, if yeah, there's for real. if there's one one war that was pretty necessary, it was the one about slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe he's doing the whole war is always bad bits because he goes on about how 70 so 7500 soldiers didn't have to die, which is true because the only ones who had to die were the Confederate shitbags fighting for slavery. Uh, I, I, I'm going to stop you there, Joel. Uh states rights. States rights to do uh whatever they wanted. States' rights to enslave people and fuck their cousins. No, no, well, yeah, but if the cousin's hot. That stirred it up, I bet. You think? <laughs> they bring out the musket and start firing shots into the night. Aaron's got a thermal cam whipping around, and this is when they start to hear cannon fire. Well, like, what are the chances just this this is just some fucking hillbilly returning fire at these idiots who are shooting a musket in a field? That is that's the weird thing about this whole segment, because long story short, they they keep firing the musket. At one point, Aaron's whipping the thermal cam around and they get a, a purple mist artifact that they're like, hey, so hey, maybe, maybe. Yeah, no, it's so dumb. It's not It's not just the computer program trying to process information, whatever. And then they start hearing gunshots. And those are like real clear. Yeah, those sound like gunshots. Yeah. They're not reacting like they're hearing gunshots, which is weird. And here's the thing. I fired my fair share of guns. The gunshots that they are hearing don't sound like modern guns. That's the interesting thing to me. Oh, interesting. They're too, like, weak. If it's a modern gun, it's like a fucking tiny little rifle. A twenty-two. Yeah, but, like, made for a baby. <laughs> you know they exist. I know, because I was given one as a child. <laughs> baby's first gun they're trying to debunk where this noise is coming from so they talk to kurt the night manager who's worked there for 20 years who floats like maybe there was artillery practice at fort knox a hundred miles away also can we address the fucking elephant in the room which is that they're like hey did you hear gunfire in the field tonight yeah and he's like why by golly i sure did yeah of course he did, because you were firing a gun in the field. You know, I didn't even think about that. That's what a good call. Fuck? What the fuck? There's no point where they're like, oh, well, we fired our gun at exactly 10.03. Well, and they also don't address the other elephant in the room and or dog in the room, because it sounds like there must be just like some fucking hicks somewhere near... Yeah, because there's dogs barking. Yeah, and they're probably just shooting at, like, a fox or some shit. Like, it's the county. A stump. They're shooting stump. So the boys fuck off back to their original place. <laughs> Lee locks them in. Allie's, well, before he even locks them in, he's like, he's like, hey, boys, I noticed something very paranormal. 
the front door was left wide open. Even though you locked it, and he gives a little wink. Yeah, and the boys get real quiet. Like, they definitely left that door open. Everyone turns to Aaron, and he's like, Oh, oh yeah, it's a uh, ghosts, right? Oh. And then he's like, yeah, and uh, two of the curtains were pulled down. Yeah, and my cats are missing. And uh, the stereo system happens to be gone. And all our copper tubing. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the tweet. <laughs> the tweaker-seeking pipes team are just, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> riding off into the distance on their donkeys. Just like, yeah, yeah, We yeah, got them, yeah. boys! Another successful mission for the tweaker-seeking pipes. So, after they get a little called out for this, they do have to set up the most ominous thing as they're getting locked down. Oh, yeah. It is in the corner over here. <laughs> and we are going to go and show you its face prepare <laughs> yourselves for a shock there might be a jump scare incoming nursing mothers and pregnant women should look <laughs> away from the screen if you have a heart issue or diabetes please turn off the screen now what you're about to see is not for the faint of heart <laughs> What you were about to see may be deeply disturbing. <laughs> and they push in, and Billy's behind his DJ Inferno laptop. Oh my god! This is the sound of Billy Tolly sighing deeply. <sighs> Thank you so much, Zachary, for letting me mm, set up base inside the kitchen instead of the cuck van. I love it. Yes, it's so homey. I did notice that you've given yourself considerably more monitors than me but that's okay i'm fine with my fun dj laptop can i spin you a little tune no 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 the music is fire because i'm dj inferno This is the kind of stuff I actually like with ghosts. Like, send one person out, because we've already talked about this. Multiple people make things too weird, right? And it's it, they can scare away the ghosts. It can cross-contaminate, whatever. One person... Well, it's also like like the house is too small Yeah. For, for three people to be investigating at the same time. So it makes sense that they would be like, okay, everyone hide in the kitchen, and we'll send one person at a time. <laughs> Which sounds like every sleepover I ever went to <laughs> at, like, Hannah's house or something where it'd be like, okay, like, go into a dark room and, like, say Bloody Mary. They first sent Aaron, the first sacrificial pig, and, uh, you know, they don't like Aaron at all. No, no, no. But I will say, just sandwiched in here is one fantastically incongruous uh fucking like hidden clip of zach talking to justin the soldier uh -huh. and being like why don't you just say it's a fucking ghost yeah can you can you please can you play ball please just say it's a ghost that part was so funny i thanked you for your service i don't know what it is okay why it still just, happens why don't you just say it's a ghost they get a shadow, but it's obviously Aaron's shadow. Yeah. Oh, debunked. Debunked. The end of this episode, Zach has clearly 
put on a fedora and begun slashing at his own evidence. He is getting so disappointed by the lack of like concrete evidence that he has to go on his whole rant overdubbing the scene of like, hey, just because you're not getting evidence, a place can still be haunted. Imagine if a bunch of people randomly showed up in your house. Would you want to be active? Which, hey, hashtag every ghost hunting show ever. Of course you don't get evidence and ghosts aren't real because you're scaring them all away. Well, it, it's like, it's it's just like Ken in uh, fucking Living for the Dead being like, um, they're clearly not giving us any evidence right now because they like chaos. Yeah. And they're causing chaos and they're making me like really upset right now, <laughs> which is like super unchill. I'm feeling attacked. I'm feeling attacked. It looks like I'm going to have to eat another donut. <laughs> well, well, speaking of our favorite A team, uh, <laughs> they send out Nick next and immediately the ghosts are like, shut the fucking door, Nick. <laughs> close. Closed. No. Nick, no, Nick. no, 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 Close no. Close the door, Nick. Nick ignores the ghost's wishes, goes out, and gets distressed stomach enemy. <laughs> yeah. Did you eat oysters? <laughs> Did you eat bad oysters in here and get a hurting tummy? <laughs> when you have bad food, does it feel like a storm, storm raging, raging inside, inside you? you? Well, like, and Zach is trying to paint this as, you know, oh, it's a Civil War soldier with a stomach shot wound. and But it's like, it's obviously a soldier who is just shitting himself with cholera. Just like, oh, the stomach is my enemy. Oh, I'm distressed. Like, that's how, like, a lot of people died during the Civil War. The majority of the deaths. Like, they all died of, like, horrible disease. And it's clear that the boys did no research. Oh yeah, they never because do. he's like he's like oh he definitely it's definitely a man who was shot with a cannon yeah. in his stomach, and his stomach is doing a hurt and he's hurting in his tummy because of his brethren yeah. and it was so <laughs> unnecessary. Why didn't they just let us keep the slaves? I have one. That's Aaron. He's my actual slave. <laughs> Why do you think he does all this work for free and can never escape? <laughs> So the the spirit uh, leaves the instant that Nick starts talking about ladies. Yeah, Nick's and Nick's Nick's goosebumps go down real quick, and he's like, "Oh well, it's gone." And then they do the thing. I want more from ghost shows where they just chill out in a house with a bunch of cameras running, and then they get probably the only like decent evidence is just a lady singing it is funny though that it's juxtaposed with uh crickets yeah so it's like it sounds like she's performing really poorly yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey welcome to the stage jerusha jerusha to the stage <laughs> But uh, then Zach goes around, starts taking a bunch of pictures, and he gets really excited because they see a whole big old boy. Oh, yeah. Looking around, looking around the corner. That's definitely a man. That's a full man shape right there. Aaron, you go over there. We'll take a picture of you in the same position. This is real. It's <laughs> happening. And they de immediately debunk it again. And it's like, well... All right. It's over. 
I'm very happy that they debunked a bunch of shit. Yeah. But I will say it is really funny that at the end, they pull up the evidence list, which seems extremely defensive. Look, look what we did. We did good. We did good work. <laughs> They're like, okay, let's see what, what we actually got here. All right. Um, cannons? Cannons and gunshot. Mm. Uh, lady singing. PX device picked up somebody who had a bad tummy ache. Purple mist. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. The point is, we're great. You know who's to blame? It's the goddamn fucking ghosts. It's those bitches' fault for not playing ball. So fuck this place. We're out. And they leave. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure, I'm out. Get out! I'm out. I'm out. Good idea. Great idea. Eric, <laughs> what did you think of this episode? <laughs> Okay, the skits were better than usual mm. because they were a little self-deprecating and they were actually funny. Yeah. Along with the self-deprecation and the self-realization and the self-awareness came the debunking, which uh, was also a little refreshing. Yeah. But in all, a terrible, terrible haunting. <laughs> it's a terrible haunting, and what's what's gonna haunt me most about this episode is just how cool Zach is with the Confederacy and the and their role in the Civil War. I am always happy to point out how weird it is that he fetishizes Native Americans, but he is totally okay with their eradication. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> Oh boy, this is the point we get we get our fucking podcast shut down. Well, speaking of dangerous territory, Eric Kufnagel. <laughs> yeah. Let's challenge oh. this boy to come Ooh. fight us in the dark. Yeah, not literally. Not literally. Uh, uh not really. Not for real. It's just it's, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. I have a really, really basic challenge okay. for Zach. All right. Sometimes I have these really creative, over-the-top, crazy challenges for Zach. But this time, it's just a hump he cannot get over. I'm challenging Zach to go on a professional, long-term, anthropological dig with Dick Buzzkill Stallings. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Zach's going to have to spend days on his hands and knees with little brushes doing tiny, tiny, little, little picking away like a dentist. Just, oh, ever so slight. And he can't jump to any conclusions. He can't strong arm the situation. And anytime he tries, Dr. Buzzkill's there to absolutely ruin his mood and his life. That's all I got. Well, Eric, we have pretty similar ideas because really what I wanted to do is have any excuse to go uh, detecting with Zach Bagans. Mm. And mm. I, I wanted to set a little trap. I wanted to have this dig at a another site of Confederate importance, unearthing Confederate artifacts that Zach is so excited for, because obviously this history belongs in a museum, maybe his own. 
Haunted Artifacts. Haunted Confederacy Museum. <laughs> Brought to you by Zach Bagan. Well, and, and he's he's out there. Bloop, bloop. The bloop. bloodiest, most unnecessary museum. <laughs> Where brother kills blood brother, baby against baby. <laughs> and we're Zach. We, we encourage him to do this, you know, where it's like an all-night thing. Because we're, we're doing the, the, the metal detecting, but we're also, we've got EVP recorders. We've got everything. Mm. Zach is dressed full in Confederate garb. <laughs> and come the morning, we, we, we've reached out to some famous black activists. <laughs> that somebody is trying to enshrine Confederate history. And Zach gets back to his car. He comes out with all these Confederate artifacts being like, this is great. I can't wait to show these to the world to preserve the the bravery of the Confederate soldiers. And he just turns a corner to a bunch of people just shaking their heads. And he's just full Confederate outfit. Oh, oh, no. Uh, Hey, guys. How's it going? And that's when that's when we've got fucking Dick Dick Buzzkill Stallings step around the corner to be like, it ain't worth shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking liar. And Zach is like, okay, so then we're all good, right? And then he's still just dressed as a Confederate soldier. That's when he's got to drop all his nails and, <laughs> and rusted pieces of shit and start running because <laughs> it's over for him. Yeah. <laughs> as he runs. <laughs> the, the amount of camera phones out <laughs> as he's... Full protest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a thousand <laughs> camera phones on him and just the, the, the article the next day is like, Zach Bacon. Notorious racist. <laughs> Is Zach Bagans trying to make the South rise again? More at 11. <laughs> From the grave? <laughs> is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. It's always good to talk to you about this show, even if the episode isn't great. It's good. We make it good, you know? And next time... Oh... I am so excited. Oh, good. Witches and Warlocks. It is an auspicious episode. A historic episode. No, what is it? Season 6, episode 8. We are going to Rose Hall. Zach, Nick, and Aaron embark on a two-part lockdown on the island of Jamaica. No! This is where Aaron gets cursed by a witch. Oh, fuck. I can't wait. Was this the final turn where he dropped his fucking Christian beliefs? It might be because he gets full cursed by a witch in this episode, if I remember correctly. So I am so excited to see what happens. Witches Warlocks, join us next time. We love you. Hey, we love you so much. Uh. And I love you, Joel, even if you burp <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> I love you too, buddy. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, all you witches and warlocks, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. 
You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Instagram, and Twitter at CFMITD. You can also join us on Patreon at CFMITD for exclusive content like our continued Paranormal Challenge series, Come Fight Me in the Dark After Dark for all the content that's too hot for the pod, and other exciting new content we come up with. Send us an email at comefightmeinthedark at gmail.com and don't forget to check out our brand new website at comefightmeinthedark.com for all the art, news, and merch we have. We love you all and have a good night.